Here on the Unlimited Unloaded page, extended highlights of each of the sports from the 2021-22 seasons. We're going to the, of course, fall of 2021 with men's soccer here. Soccer team ended up going 6-7-2 and two on the season. Had a couple of four-goal outbursts. You'll hear all of those goals here in a little bit. One memorable win in conference play, but overall in the league, they got themselves into too big of a hole, but certainly had the talent on the field to win. Unfortunately, they had a lot of injuries, dealing with injuries at key positions like goalkeeper, where Kazuna Takase missed several games. Marcus Murphy, one of their captains, would never get on the field. And a player like Gabby Privetera, who you'll hear have an incredible showing against one of the best teams in the country, Tulsa, just couldn't stay healthy either. The Bulls hoping for better health in 2022. Season began after an exhibition schedule where we had all three games on USF Bulls Unlimited, by the way, with a great offensive showing. Here are the four goals for the Bulls against Jacksonville. We played 16 minutes. Ball, ball get knocked around in the midfield area before Richard Laval absolutely pummels it across the field to Gomina and a nice timed run by Copper sends it across. Soga lifts up. It's a good header. It's a good goal for the Bulls. She owns Soga. Absolutely tremendous, and I mean tremendous header, and the Bulls take the lead. That was textbook. Soga, who's not a tall lad, with some hang time there. Ball pops up near midfield. Soga up to Rosano. Awesome one-touch pass to Galena. See how that first touch is. He's got Pensack on him. There's a good cut around. This is going to be a blast from Galena. It's a low shot. It's in! That was a wonderful, wonderful connection, and the Bulls lead is doubled, it's two to nothing. And so this first unit, the one tonight, is continuing the good vibes. And Oscar Rosano could be a first unit guy. He's in for Afalabi, gets a good ball up from Galina. Oh, a chip shot, as I'm talking about it. What a strike by Rosano, a wonderful chip. Galina with the pass, and it's three nothing. Oh, good service into Gomina by Plata across the goal, and Rosano just misses it, still with a chance for Galina on the right side. Wants to inch his way into the box, nail around, and that is in! Boy, how did he get the angle there? Enrique Galina, goal scorer extraordinaire. Once he gets near the penalty area, I guess game over. Because he got the ball and just sort of tinkered with it, tinkered with it, had options to drop the ball back, worked himself to where that near post became a little bit more enticing and close, and just drilled it inside the near post. Enrique Galina is getting stuff done. Love working with Galina and watching him work. He is going to spend his graduate season, by the way, at Pittsburgh. There was another big moment in this game. Definitely wanted to highlight this. Might have been one of the more impressive athletic feats we saw all year in any sport. That was going to a Dolphin. You could see that the whole way. Antonez, and here is a counter opportunity. What a flick pass up to the sub. Carson Wood and Josh Gamina. Wow. Everybody comes off the bench. Boy, I talked to Bob Butehorn about Josh Gumina's speed. Unreal, because that was a tremendous ball by Antonez, and Carson Wood was in. He was five yards in, and Josh Gumina is tremendous. And again, this will not be in any box scores. We're one nothing Bulls midway through the first half, but what he just did was sensational. The freshman from Ghana was truly incredible and was all over the field 
all year long. In fact, going to the next game, an off-air moment, after the Bulls fell one nothing in overtime to NC Wilmington, I you know, always hear if there's anything to be heard. What the other team is saying is they're packing up as I'm packing up my broadcast setup. And one of the NC Wilmington players just said, man, their left back is so fast, talking about Josh Cabina, who gave the Bulls a lot of moments. If they were going to have enough pre-conference moments to have an NCAA tournament at-large resume, they kind of went away with that loss and especially the next game at FGCU. They ended up getting a 0-0 tie, but could have had more, should have had more as FGCU lost a player to a red card early in the second half. And again, the Bulls could not score with a man advantage for more than a half of soccer. And then they played the number four team in the country, Clemson, and lost 3 to nothing. But back home against an in-state team and a lot of goals once again, three of them, here's how that action happened against Stetson. And oh, by the way, taking advantage as we start off the highlight reel. This time, as the other team took an early red card. Scargle tries to get it across midfield to Rosano. And right now, the Bulls, with just the one true forward up top, there's a foul that is going to be called against Stetson. And that was painful. I believe that's Christensen. Oh, that is a red card. That's what they're upset about. Wow. Well, considering the Bulls haven't gotten calls, they just got a huge one there. Red card to number 10. Stetson University. And Gio, Gio Rodriguez. Rodriguez is out less than 15 minutes into this game. That is a stunning turn of events. Nice ball up by Privetere. Can Gomina get to it? He does. Of course, with his speed, he does. Rosano's available. Gomina sends it in. Now Copper is going to try and get a head on it and gets the rebound and scores. Initial header was not very dangerous, but not played out well at all by Stetson. It stood there in that little patch of clay. And JT Comper was able to score, and sure enough, the Bulls take advantage of the man advantage. It only took them two minutes to do so. Just into the game, Andres Freire has five shots, and he's a guy who I can tell you is going to get his goals from distance. I mean, he is not afraid to pound it from 18 to 25 yards, and he sets up shop there and is able to turn. Look out over to Scargill. Oh, good low ball, great idea to Freire, and he's right there with it. As Soga to his left, there's that long shot I was telling you about, and he scores! Boy, I said if he gets a turn from anywhere in that 20 to 25 yard range, he is going to have a go, and he did. That was magnificent. Gabby Privetere gonna take another corner kick as they've had to be number four compared to just one on the other side. Low liner, and Freddy goes up for a header and scores! Boy, he is on a roll right now! Andres Rene, tremendous rising header and perfect location. Boy, that kid certainly just has that thing about him where he's got confidence and he's got talent, and the Bulls are happy to have him. We will play the Stetson goal for a reason you'll know in about 20 seconds. I would go shot here if I was Stetson. Two players over the ball with 24 minutes left, waiting for the whistle. There is a good-looking shot in a flick and a goal. That was beautiful. It was put in to the area by Spengler. And that might go down as a straight goal for Spengler because it could have gone off of a bull there. Just so happens Mr. Spengler from Tampa Catholic has transferred to USF after he was the second leading scorer 
for an above 500 Stetson team with six goals last year. So right on 500 heading into conference play and Tulsa, a team that came to town ranked ninth in the country and would only go up in the standings. Truly magnificent group, and they put it on the Bulls by the score of 5-2. to two. However, one Bull got his first two goals in green and gold. Privetera gets the ball. Now, something may be on here for the Bulls. Gabby into the box and a good shot and a goal! I'd say that was on! Gabby Privetera! What a run by Gabby Goal, and that was magnificent. Created by Josh Gomina, but really, Gabby did all the work himself. And we've told you that they haven't allowed a goal in a game when it's actually been a close game or when it's mattered, but that was the first. Galina is going to switch the field, gathers it up inside the right side of the box. Low ball, it's a good one, and Privatera scores! Galina with the service, and Gabby goal living up to his name. Dos for Gabby. He is a finisher, you guys. Yes, and unfortunately, again, he had an injury that kept him on and off the field when he was on the field. Very, very dangerous. As was Tulsa, by the way. That made it 3-2. to two. To be honest, Tulsa was kind of dominating the game, and it almost like it got them angry because they would score 25 seconds later, and again, the Bulls would lose 5-2. to two. Then they had to go to the seventh-ranked team in the country, SMU. Gave a pretty good account, but lost that game 2 nothing, and then came home, and despite a couple of Nice highlights, lost the war in I-4. And there's an interception, now the Bulls have numbers. Rosano has a blast and a goal, wow! What a rip! Oscar Rosano wants the ball back. There's four Bulls in the face of the goalie who's probably turned around right now, doesn't know what he just saw. Now there's pushing and shoving, and the war is finally on. Soga going over to take it from the right side. Good delivery, goalie stays put, headed, and in. That was a good delivery, all right. Victor Claudel gets the goal, and this one is still on. And even though, as you'll hear shortly, the Bulls had their late-game moments against the Knights in Orlando, so close to having a big one late in regulation in Tampa that would have tied it. Rosano gets fouled, and this is going to be a chance for the Bulls. A free kick, about 25 yards from goal. 2.12 clock is running, so the Bulls can't exactly take their time setting this one up. And they've just made whatever determination it's going to be, but they've got to hurry up. It's less than two minutes to go. Of course, UCF has not given 10 yards. And it's going to be Gottwald actually taking this free kick. Not a bad one, and tipped over the goal by Levine. What a bid there to tie it up. Couldn't tell an electric crowd there, but UCF got the win. 3-2 to two in that game, head coach Bob Butenhorden kind of had his guys with UCF putting up some formidable offensive numbers in a defensive stance. That would change in the second meeting. But before we got there, unfortunately, the Bulls' start in conference play went to 0-4 as they played much better against Tulsa on the road. The Golden Hurricane were ranked fourth in the country by this time, 0-0 at halftime. But once Tulsa got its first goal, it would pour on four within a span of less than 15 minutes, and that was a final score. Bulls finally picked up their first win. No highlights as it was a road game in Philadelphia. 3-0 was that score. Key goal was late in the first half by JT Copper. That made it 2-0, and the Bulls would end up getting a goal early in the second half and cruising on home. So at this point, yes, they were not going to finish near the top of the standings, but fourth place was all they needed in order to make the conference tournament. 
and that meant finishing ahead of Temple and Memphis. Well, they beat Temple, so that was kind of step one. They had to beat Memphis, and this game was a thriller. It went back and forth, and the Bulls did pull it off. Afalabi tries to win it, and actually does, and flicks it onto the Kepathasoga, and he knocks it in! What a play! As Segun Afalabi really looked like he was going to ward off the defender and take himself in. But then somehow was able to spot Shion Soga. And it was a nifty as all oh, get out pass. It was just a long ball up. And Alphalabi just sort of got in the way of two guys. And I got to be honest, I thought Colin Welsh, the goalkeeper, had an angle on it. But Soga just sort of turned on the Jets and got his right boot on the ball. Soga, a long free kick, not, not a bad one. And that's a point blank goal for the Bulls. That was Kaplan, unmarked. A defensive player who I don't even think has a shot this year. And as we're talking about the Bulls not being interested in one nothing, guess what? It's 2 nothing. If you're wondering in any of their victories, four victories, have they come back this year? Just the last one. And now as I'm saying it, ball clears in, and this is Galizi in. And just like that, a misplay by the Bulls. A whiff sending in Max Galizi. And he picks the ball out of the back of the net, and we are just barely five past five minutes gone in the second half, and it's two to one. Knocked away by Laval, still up in the air. And top of the box, dangerous stuff here. There's a long shot. What a save by Takase. That was a rip, and it was on frame. Oh, that's a nice touch, and in on net. Chance here for Memphis. What a save. Rebound missed. Takase with the save on Rodriguez Dos Santos. It was a back heel pass. Boy, Memphis with some nifty link-ups. 12 seconds, sends it across into the box. Takase calls for it, punches it away. Eight, Afalabi's gonna try and win the ball. It's popped up in the air. Bulls went off sides. Takase punches it away again. And that'll do it! What a nail biter! Really for the entire last 40 minutes. Very exciting game. Unfortunately, the next one for the Bulls at home, an opportunity. And it was just too difficult of a one. SMU put them down four to nothing. So the Bulls had basically to win out. They could have maybe afforded a tie, but they had to start off against UCF, who was in first place in the conference. And you talk about some highlights. A lot of goals, a lot of flopping by the Knights that we'll mix in here. And no doubt, the most thrilling victory of the year in the Warren I-4 series for USF. A lot of fans made the trip from Tampa, got a little bit of a rise there out of that opportunity, but the point is the Bulls are starting to look a lot better right now. And with 13 minutes and 40 seconds left to go in the first half, we'll have a decent look at a free kick, Galena. Probably just try and put it near the doorstep here. And he does on a curl and it's headed, oh, in! I think that went off at night. We'll see, Flare looks like he's claiming it. But that is a goal no matter what. Flere is actually more than claiming it. He is reacting like he definitely got a flick on it. Right now, meanwhile, the other way, Copper to Mazzaferro sends it back. That's a good ball and a great shot. It's in! That is the lead for the Bulls. It looks like Copper. It is relatively dark in front of the Bulls' goal now that there's no sunlight. It's well lit enough, but it's not what you'd prefer. not saying there's going to be any sort of excuses given here, but... At least we know that Kazuna Takase for the Bulls won't lose one in the lights, put it that way. And maybe I'll have an excuse if I don't see exactly what happens. Ball is in the left corner and it's played up. What a dive. I mean, that was outstanding. Didn't get the call. Let me see who that was so I can give him full credit. He 
upset whoever it was that he didn't get the call. Or maybe he got scored seven by the Russian judge and he wanted an eight. Meanwhile, they switch it to the right side of Vivi. What a chipped pass, even though the ball is on. Yeah, another flop, my goodness. Why don't you just ask the refs to give you a goal? It's a yellow card, UCF once more. And you just heard wrong color. I think Brian Schaefer needs to back up. Here's what happened. Brian Schaefer absolutely stuck, sticks his leg out, but Dorado, of course, fell to the earth like it was opening up. 18 minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. Bulls hanging on to a 2-1 lead. What a gather by Soga there on a line drive punt, and he gets it over to Rosano. What a job by Soga to create this possible chance. Rosano, a good shot and a goal! Soga with an amazing gathering, and Rosano takes a rip, and the Bulls take a 3-1 lead. Uh-oh. Bulls fall down, Archangeli has it left side, good chip pass, and that's a goal, that's a beauty. An absolute beauty. I think that was Archangeli who scored. One Bull tried to head it away, and with 5.08 to go, we are tied, three to three. It's worth repeating, a win doesn't lock up anything for the Bulls, they probably have to beat Memphis either way in their next game. A loss, in other words, doesn't eliminate them either. But it would just feel really good to Win the war on I-4, and a tie would feel really strange. Copper with the steal, Rosano calling for it, slots it to Soga instead onto his right foot, and a goal! It is over, and it does feel really good to win the war on I-4. Soga rifles it into the right side of the net. Sal Mazzaferro pinned in Vivi, it was Copper with the steal. Slots it over to Soga, took a dribble and a high dandy shot. Dips inside the right post and the Bulls with an enormous answer to UCF's outstanding answer. Did not get any better than that all season long. The Bulls, even if they had gone to Memphis and won their next game, would not have gotten in over the Tigers because, well, Memphis finished strong, including a win against SMU. Bulls ended up going to Tennessee and coming away 0-0 and then winning their last game but needing some help from SMU, which again they didn't get. We want to highlight one particular goal. This is something that happens in soccer but not very often, and when it does, it's definitely a moment that we'll finish up here with. Three minutes in, great corner kick by Galina, and it goes straight in! That is a goal for the senior straight off the corner kick. The amazing thing is the wind is blowing away from the goal, so somehow he battled that and got it in. That was as good of a corner kick, and I'm pretty sure he tried to score it, that you ever going to see. That was a uh, struggle of a night in a broadcast from my angle because it was just windy and rainy, and I'm outside for the games, and we had a delay, and I almost lost my equipment, but the game itself was put well together by the Bulls, a 3-1 to win on senior night, which again ended up their season. They had to watch the scoreboard, and it was not going in the Bulls' favor. Not only did they need SMU to beat Memphis, the tie would not have even helped the Bulls. It wasn't close. The Tigers <laughs> laid it on them 4-1. to However, definitely worth noting, even though the Bulls did not make it to the American Athletic Conference Tournament, that win at UCF 100% began the spiral that ended UCF's season. They, again, the Knights were in first place before the Bulls beat them. 
That loss would proceed two other losses to end the regular season against SMU and Tulsa. And even though UCF blew out Memphis in the tourney semis, the Knights lost in the final to Tulsa and did not make the NCAA tournament. And I'm telling you, if they beat the Bulls, they're probably in. They didn't get in. So there's that satisfaction. Definitely some of the best moments of the men's soccer season. Thank you for checking it out here on Unlimited Unloaded.